Is it going to happen again? Walking into that office and it's a mess? Oh, come on. You got to know the inside game of how to get this organized. Watch closely and I'll train you on how to get your office organized. All right, your office is a mess, right? It's totally a mess. And how many times have you tried to go in there and organize things? But at the end of the day, your office totally whooped you. <laughs> it totally whooped you. You know what I'm talking about. When you're sitting there and you look around and you have that feeling where you just go, oh, and you get up, you walk out, and you look back and it won. Your office won again. Then tomorrow morning, you just don't even want to go in there because it's so powerful over the way you're being right now. Okay, so how do you clean your office? How do you get your office organized? Well, we got to talk about what, what the problem really is. Because my office, well, right now, my office, if I took it right now, it just had like a ton of stuff happen because I just finished one of my three-day training classes here in Salt Lake teaching people how to do presentations. So it's the aftermath of my class. But by the end of today, my office will be back into absolute order because I know what's going on inside my head. Your office is an example of what's going on inside your head. I know, I know. You're thinking, no, it's not. That's my office. Come on, you got to listen to me here. I am your mentor. Listen carefully. Everything on the outside of you is a mirror image of what's going on on the inside of you. And your office is directly connected to a state of mind. Your office is not going to get clean until you get your head organized. I know, I, I bet I just heard you think, well, that's never going to happen. Wait, you're watching this video. I'm going to show you exactly what to do, what to put in order so you can conquer that office. It's time to conquer it because it's been whooping you all along and, and you're wondering, will I ever get this office clean? And you can stop the whole thinking, you know, this weekend I'm going to go in there and I'm going to really get put together. It's not going to happen until you get your head straight. So let's talk about what it takes to get your office in order because we get you in order. Okay, number one. When I work with my clients and helping them get their office organized, I ask them, what's the vision of your office? And it's not surprising to find out that those who struggle to get things organized never thought about having a vision for their office. They, they're like, what do you mean a vision for my office? Well, what do you want it to look like in the end? And they don't know because they've dealt with a messy office for so long. So we actually write down some notes of what it's going to look like, what, how they wish it would function. Like the big idea, the big dream of how they would like their office to really function. You see, if you don't have something you're working towards, you never know if you're going to make it. You never know if you're going to, if you ever made it there. So your first step is just take a, about that much of a piece of paper, that much of a eight and a half by 11 paper and write down four or five or six ideas of what you wish your office would be like. Because if you don't have some kind of destination, then you don't know how to govern your thoughts and how to govern your actions to make that come true. So the vision of your office. If you don't have a vision, it's not going to get clean. The vision of your office is messy. <laughs> Every time you think of your office, 
It's just a mess. Now, I, I giggle about this because the number of clients I've worked with who their offices were a mess, and they told me, my office is never going to get there. It's been years and years I've tried, and it's never got there. Well, they didn't know the steps. And when they started with number one, and they finished their list, they actually started to have some hope. So then we can move to number two. After you get number one put in place, the second one is to create rules for your office. Whoops, don't do that again. That's noisy. Is, number two is to make rules for your office. An office that does not have rules is going to remain in a state of chaos. Now rules, like what kind of rules do you put in your office? Well, what's not working for you in the office? How does your office treat it? What, how do other people treat the office? And where is the office in your home or down at the office building? Does it have any rules at all? Most offices that are a mess don't have rules because rules help keep things in order. Rules don't control people or control things. It helps establish and maintain order. It's just like a house. A house that is messy is messy because there's no rules. There's no guidelines. There's no principles. There's no you know, standards for it. So if the word rule doesn't quite fit you, then think what would be the standards that you want your office to follow? And maybe one of the standards is at the end of the day, the office is clean. And maybe during the day, nobody gets to just throw stuff on your desk whenever they want. They have a certain spot that everything goes. That would be standards. But you're the one who determines and governs what these standards or rules or guidelines are for your office. But again, I'm going to say, if you don't have rules, guidelines, or standards, then your office is actually in a state of energetic chaos. Because chaos energy can stay in a room or in an office space, whatever room or whatever space there is, if there's not rules put in place, that chaos energy stays there. And no matter how much work you do, it's going to fall back into chaos because there's no rules to create a level of order energy. Number three, what's allowed? Now, it sounds like this is part of the standards and guidelines, but what's allowed to have happen? Be super clear of this, really, really clear what is allowed and what is not allowed to happen in your office. And you know what's been happening over the last month or two months in your office. And there's been those moments where, you know, I'm not okay with this. And you're sitting there thinking, I can't believe this just happened. I can't believe this person just did this and this, and this is how my office is right now. See, you've had some borders crossed by other people. Uh, one day, my son walked into my office, and he sat down at my desk, and he ate some cereal. He got up and walked out. And there was a milk ring on my desk. And I thought, that little stinker, <laughs> he left his milk ring from the bowl on my desk. And I thought, all right, I got to call him back in here to clean this up. This is not allowed. Well, I turned just for a moment to take care of something before calling my son back in. And I moved one of my papers over. Sure enough, I placed it right on top of the milk ring. And so my newly printed copy has a nice milk ring in it. So I sat there going, okay, no eating cereal at dad's desk. <laughs> it's just not allowed. So you've had these moments. And think back over the last month or two of those moments where you're like, you know what? I got to do something about this. This is just not allowed. That goes along with the rules. 
but go back and think what has happened so it doesn't happen again. Next one, how can people interact with your things in your office? Is it okay for somebody to take your stapler into the other room? Is it okay for somebody to take your three-hole punch into the other room? Is it okay for people to take your pens out of your drawer or your pen holder and just go use them wherever? Is that okay for people to interact with the things in your office or are the items in your office stay in your office? Or if they want to use them, do they have to go use them in your office? Then they leave, but the stuff stays there. You see your stapler, your three-hole punch, your printer, your scanner, your whatever, the monitors, the, all the different things in your office. What is the standards and guidelines for the interaction with those things? Now, why am I bringing all these things up? It's because this is what it took for me to get my office to be in a state of order. And if my office is messy, my brain's messy. So for me, what's the interaction? What's the interaction that's happening there with those different items? Now, I don't know if you know this, but things that are stacked vertically are a lot easier to find and you're a lot more organized than things laid down and stacked on top of each other. So hanging folders or binders or anything that can hold those papers upright, you can find them easier you stay more on task with them. Soon as you go to lay a piece of paper down and start stacking things on top, you know what happens. It gets lost. And trying to go through a stack like that, oh, that's just going to drive you nuts. It's going to drive you nuts. So hanging folders, binders, or those kind of uh, separators where you can put papers this way save you a ton of time and it'll help you keep things more organized in your office space. This one right here, there must be a place for the now or act now items. You know how you get a bunch of stuff and, and you try to sort like in a whole bunch of piles. The first pile you want to conquer in creating or the first section of where your notes and items and those things go, where is the now section? And that now section gets protected from all the other distractions. No magazines go in there, no other people's papers or people just bring stuff in and put it there. Your now zone has to be highly protected because everything else in life is trying to distract you, right? Because that's just what it feels like. There's all these other things that tend to like gravitate to smother the now zone, but my now zone has to be protected. So nothing else gets in there. Nothing else causes my now section from happening. And so that means they got to have space for all these other things. But the first zone I've got to create and be really, really smart about is managing and caring about that now zone, wherever that might be. But notice how other things try to gravitate and get in there. Don't let that happen. Really, really protect that. Then this is a rule for managing the office space. 15 minutes in the morning, straighten up, clean up, straighten up, clean up. 15 minutes at the end before you walk out of the office, straighten up, clean up, straighten up, clean up. But 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the evening. Because if you go in there thinking, I'm going to clean my whole office first before I start working, <laughs> that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. You give yourself a time limit and you get as much done in that 15 minutes, but then you're done. Then do all your office work, take care of business and do those things. And then 15 minutes at the end, wrap things up, put things away, put them where they go, put things back where they go so that you are starting and ending, putting it in order, 
but it does not consume the whole day. Because if you start to clean your office and then it takes over your work day and you can't get work done, now your office is just a mess again. Because now you're behind and you can't find your stuff. So it's the little chunk in the beginning and the little chunk of time in the end that helps you create mastery of being able to do this. Now, remember the head game. The head game is you have a vision of what this is going to look like. And if you want your business to do better, you want your office space to be more productive, then your work is to see how it will be in its best condition ever. And sit still and think that all the way through. Get your head wrapped around it and then take action on these other six here. Hey, a great office that's organized sure feels good. And I know what that feels like. It sure feels good. And man, you can get a lot of stuff done. And then when you walk away at the end of the day, stapler's in the right spot. The three-hole punch is in the right spot. Your pens are put away. Your now section is very clear. You got all the distracted materials over and it's this distraction section. Your filing cabinet party open up. It's all right there together. Your binders are put back. Close your monitor on your laptop. Turn your other extra monitors off. And then at the end, you slide your chair up to your desk and you did good. You not only got work done today, but your office is clean. And that, you know, feels great. Because you can walk away from your office and feel like your life is in order. So this, I get it. The better you do here, the better you're going to do out here. So take some action today, that 15 minutes, get your vision of the ideas put together and the rules have to be put in place. They have to, because without rules, it's a mess. It's a mess. Hey, it's Kirk Duncan here. And thank you for tuning in, listening to this podcast. If you'd like to see the full video of this training, in the description below, you will see the link that will take you to the video to be able to see my slides, the pictures, the diagrams, everything that was going on during this training. So go check out that link, go watch it, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Awesome.